0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel and the accent is French, straight from Paris. Uh, We're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationships. And talking about relationships, I I was talking to a friend of mine and he said, you know, the communication with my wife is very difficult because, you know, every time, you know, we have an argument, it never ends. Everybody wants to be right. And I told him, you know, the biggest communication problem that we all have, is I think we do not listen to understand, we listen to reply. And I don't know if you agree with this, but you agree with this. It's like you hear something and you can't wait to punch back instead of maybe hear something and then think it through and then maybe answer later or not answer and maybe just agree that you know your partner is right. So something to think about. If you have any questions about your relationship, just call me now. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, call me. Christina, bonjour.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Christina. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What is up tonight?
0: I am kind of between a rock and a hard place right now
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: with my two best relationships. My boyfriend and my best friend do not get along at all. Oh. Um mm-hmm. My, my best friend just does not like my boyfriend. And I think because he knows she doesn't like him, uh, he doesn't like her in return. And I love them both very much. But I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Do I pick sides? Do I...
1: So, okay, that's a good question. I mean, how about this? How about, Christina, if you just separate each other, right? So when you see... Your boyfriend, don't include your best friend. When you see you best friend, don't include your boyfriend. You separate the bad energy from each other. It's like a, a bad magnet to each other. And you just enjoy both of them. But I would not take sides. You have the right to love like a sister or best friend. And you have the right, of course, to love your boyfriend. Um, I understand not everybody likes everybody. So it's not because you date somebody that you're going to like their best friends and vice versa. But I see no problem in just separating the two worlds. That's,
0: I guess... Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. I think I've just been trying so hard to get them to like each other Uh that it never occurred to me to just separate and let each one do their own thing.
1: Separate the fighters, like we say in in boxing. So so basically, yes, there's bad energy. So you're the guardian of both relationships because it's your boyfriend and your best friend. So you have to guard from each other to meet and not meet. And also, um, don't complain ever. About each other, so don't complain about your girlfriend to your boyfriend, and don't complain about your boyfriend to your best friend. To keep those emotions away from each other, or they use it at the end against you. How can you still be friends with her? How can you still, you know, date this guy? So the less you share about each other to them, the better.
0: No, that's very true. I think that's why my best friend doesn't like him so much. Is because we had a rough patch, and I did a lot of complaining about him, uh-huh. and that's when the trouble started. So that makes a lot of sense.
1: Christina, I've made that mistake over and over until I understood. There was no point, and I stopped doing that. But it took me a while. So I'm glad you called <laughs> me. Thank you for calling, and have a good night. Good luck to you.
0: Thank you, Simon. You too.
1: I'm going to answer that Twitter DM because somebody was in a friend was benefit situation, and then somebody else caught feelings, and now it's a big mess. I'm going to help them next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. you got a question, but you can't dial in. Don't hesitate. Just send me a DM on my Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's this DM about tonight?
2: So this Instagram DM comes from Mercedes that says, bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Mercedes.
2: Me and this guy have been having casual ooh for the past three months. Mm-hmm. We met on Tinder, and our arrangement is he texts me late at night. I tell him to come over. We hook up, and then he leaves. But he's been staying longer and longer lately, and he's even started to cuddle with me afterwards. It's kind of freaking me out because I'm not looking for a relationship, especially not with him, and I like the arrangement the way it is. So my question is, how do I address this with him without ruining the arrangement that we have?
1: Master this, that's a great question. When you are in a friend benefit situation and one catch feelings, what do you do? I'll tell you that next. What do you do when you're in a friends with benefits situation, and arrangement, and one of you catches feelings and want to kind of be in a relationship? So Mercedes, thanks for the uh, DM on my Instagram. Basically, you ask me, what can you tell him? The truth. You stick to what you want and then he can decide whether he can, you know, I stay a bit longer, but once it's like a fire. Once somebody catches feelings, you can't go back usually, but be honest Tell him you don't feel the same way. You love the ooh You love his, you know, once in a while, him coming to visit you. You just don't want a relationship. If you're honest, you're always in the right, and there's nothing wrong from being honest. So go for it. Tell him the truth, and it's not going to last very long, but at least it's honest. Your questions are next, 855-905-8255. Call me. Do you know the expression sharing is loving? Well, I need the love. So if you have a love story, share it with me on this show. If you've never told anybody else or I don't know the love story, just call me 855-905-8255. Nadia, bonjour. Bonjour,
3: Simon.
1: Bonjour, Nadia. Uh, One of my producers told me that uh, your husband does something very special when it comes to romance for you. And I I don't know what it is, but I can't wait to hear. Yes,
3: he does. So it, it even started when we were just dating. It's it's really the little things that he does. He uh, constantly is doing thoughtful things that I never have to ask him to do. I'll travel for work a lot. He is always packing little love notes in my luggage or he'll kind of hide them around the house while I'm gone. So when I come back, I find them in just little places and it means a lot because he put the time and effort into that and I never asked him to ever do things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, He still to this day opens car doors for me, opens doors for me. He pulls out my chair um, whenever we go out anywhere, even at home for dinner, he'll pull out my chair for us to sit down and eat dinner. These are things that he's done since we were dating and the fact that he just continues to do it it makes me smile every single time. I thank him for it every single time. And he always comes back with the best thing. He's like, the fact that it makes you smile is the reason I keep doing it.
1: I love you know Listen, this is old school, like real old school. Like my father does that. I've, I was educated to do the same thing. I love it. You, 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 I'm so happy you called me because you shared what chivalry is about and that it's still alive, you know? And, and I think it's kind of disappearing with the younger generation. So, how old is your husband, by the way? He's 35. Young guy. Wow. Um, Well, no, it's impressive. Well, Nadia, this is what romance is about. It's not just a big gesture, but such romantic little gestures makes your life, you know, more sweet and and, and you feel more loved. So every day. Thank you so much. He deserves credits. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for sharing and have a good night. You too. What a great story. That leads me to a question. When it comes to chivalry, how important is it? Let's talk about that next. So I have this question for you. In a relationship, how important is chivalry to you? Just like Nadia just said, you know, her husband opens the door for her, even helps her with the chair when she's even at home, uh, puts notes in the house, does things that my father, who's 91, does for my mom, and they've been married for 54 years. And... There's a school, I know there's a school of thought who said, you know, it's not in 2019, it's not any more appropriate, you know, everybody's equal, this, that. So I get all that, it's, it's true too, but I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel as a guy, it's a way to express my respect for you. That's why I like chivalry, because it's an expression of respect for your partner. And when I come back, I want to share an example of what my dad taught me when I was, I don't know, 12 or 13 about chivalry that I still do to this day. And that story from Paris is coming up next. How important is chivalry to you in your relationship? Let me tell you this little story straight from Paris. So I must have been 11 or 12. And my dad and I had lunch in a restaurant, in a brasserie, as we say back there. And I made this mistake. You know, like you go to those restaurants with revolving doors. So I remember like it's like yesterday. My dad said hello to a friend of, of his, a woman. And I, young schmuck that I was, with no manners, I started to like get in the revolving door in front of the woman. I can still he- feel my my father grab me by the collar of my jacket, pull me right back out of the door, and say, Simon, it's always ladies first in life. And then he let her go first. And I was very afraid of my dad, so I got the lesson. I never stopped doing that since then. And I think it's still sweet, it's still romantic. And it's still respectful so you may agree or disagree and i'm going to put a poll on my social media it's chivalry obsolete and you can vote i love it you call the next 855-905-8255 if you have a question just dial these numbers 855-905-8255 elizabeth bonjour bonjour simon how are you i am good how are you
2: i am good i have a question for you okay Okay, so I have been dating this guy for just over four months now. Uh huh. Pretty steadily in my eyes. However, we haven't established uh, exclusiveness yet, but I feel like it's time. When is a good time to declare that?
1: That's a good question. So uh, before I answer, do you think, or do you know, or in your intuition, he's seeing other people than you still? Yes. Oh, he's still seeing other women. Okay.
2: Well, he goes out with friends a lot more than I do. He doesn't necessarily date other women. So I I just don't know if it's too soon for me to broach the subject and say, hey, you know, are we locking this down or are we dating? Do you think it's too soon?
1: Um... Before I answer that, one more question. Are you dating other guys? Are you still like out on I don't know, dating apps or anything I like am,
2: this? I am not.
1: Okay. So you are ready to be exclusive? Yes. Okay. Well, if you are ready, it's not too soon, right? Because I'm only interested in, in, in what you want. And four months is is plenty. So listen, this is your privilege. You just go to him and have the DTR talk to define the relationship and you say, Listen, you know how much you love him or like him or whatever. I don't know you, have you said the L word yet? No, no, okay, well, it's just it's how much I enjoy dating you, but from now on, I want us to be exclusive. I, I'm not dating anybody else, and I you know, I don't want you to date anybody else. And if you do, it's best we stop dating, right? You put it right there on the table for him to make a choice.
2: Okay, so that's what I'm afraid of. I don't want him to cut me off and say I don't want to be exclusive <sighs> and let's break up. So I'm teetering on that line.
1: I, I understand, Elizabeth, but we all have this fear of rejection. I have it too. But mm-hmm. you can't compromise with what you feel. So it's just, I'm going to give you an, an image. If you're okay with him having ooh with other women, you can continue to not be exclusive. If you have a lot of feelings for him and you'd be upset if you knew he had ooh with other women... You gotta mm-hmm. be honest with yourself. You can't betray right. yourself. I,
2: I would be upset if he had ulala with other women.
1: Well, here's the answer. Okay, okay so you I'm th- gonna
2: put that on my agenda for this weekend.
1: <laughs> great. I mean, I think it's one of the best conversations to have. It's a loving conversation. It's an honest conversation, and it's the beginning of great stories.
2: I hope you're right.
1: Fingers crossed, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Have a good talk this weekend. And, Thanks, and ha- Simon. And thank you for calling the rendezvous tonight. Ciao. Ciao. Talking about exclusivity, do you have any idea when the exclusivity starts in a relationship in France? You're not going to believe it, so stay with me. Do you know when the exclusivity starts in France in a relationship? What do you think, like a month, a week? No, 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 no. It's much shorter than that. It is the minute that you French kiss, per se, somebody we all understand in France that the relationship have started. Meaning, you can't be dating other people, you can't be kissing other people. Um, You can, of course, end the relationship the same day and say, listen, I don't want to be with you and you never kiss that person ever again. So I was raised like that. We were all raised with that rule, right? So, with my first girlfriend, Christabel, when I first kissed her at 13, this first French kiss, that was that. Big love and exclusivity. And then I came to America at the age of 28 years old, And let me tell you a story of how I was so confused about the rule here. You're going to laugh. That's next. So you can hear it. I'm a French dude. Exclusivity starts in France at the first kiss. I moved to Ohio. I'm 28 or 29 years old. I start dating around, right? And then, you know, I meet a lovely, you know, young woman close to my age. And one evening, I kissed her. I French kissed her. In my mind, because I'm French, I thought, well, we're exclusive now. So I didn't tell her that. But then the next day, she said, oh, you know, so nice seeing you. I said, let's see each other again, you know, and start sounding romantic. And she said, hey, we're not dating. I said, what do you mean we're not dating? We are French kissed. And she went, so? The question mark. I said, so, so what do you mean? So you? She said, well, here, it doesn't work like this. I said, it doesn't? I said, no, until we're exclusive, we can kiss whoever we want. We can have ooh-la-la with whoever we want. You have to have the talk. I was heartbroken. I was devastated, flag-busted. And so... That's how I've learned that in America, you have to have the talk. Now, I know the rule, and you know the rule if you go to Paris. Anyway, you call the next 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, call me right now, please. Tiffany, bonjour. Bonjour,
4: Simon.
1: Bonjour, and welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight?
4: Um... So, me and my husband, we've been married for about six years now, and um, and I love him. I, don't uh-huh. get me wrong, I love him dearly, but um, this last year or so, um, I've been feeling like something's missing, um, especially in the ooh-la-la department. Okay. Um, and I was thinking of maybe introducing um, the concept of an open relationship,
1: mm-hmm. um,
4: but I'm just I don't know how he's going to take it. I don't know how to approach him with it. Um, I see. Yeah. Uh,
1: before I answer, Tiffany, um, are you bored stiff? Is that I mean, the ulala is, is just non-existing, or is it not enough? Was it just so boring? And because so, I'm, you know, I'm trying to understand.
4: Well, I mean, we we have it. We have ulala regularly, um, probably about two to three times a week, but. I, I feel like I'm I'm missing something. like uh, I see. I
1: don't know. I, okay. So uh, you know him better than I do. So do you think he would react negatively and be very upset that you're going to bring this idea of an open marriage? Or do you think it's something he's going to be okay with? What is your intuition on this one?
4: I, I feel like he might be open to it. Like we've noticed a, attractive people before. And he's not the jealous type, so I don't think. I see. Uh, yeah, I just I, I feel like I, I don't know how to approach him with
1: it. You know, I'm gonna give you this this image. Let's say in the middle of the winter, on a very very cold day, your furnace breaks down. You mm-hmm. You're not gonna leave your husband and move in your neighbor's house because it's warmer. You're gonna fix the furnace, and you and him's gonna find you know the the heat in the house again. Meaning that when things are broken at home. Going to the neighbor, going to a stranger, opening the relationship, it's exactly the same thing. You don't fix anything. You just ignore it. So my solution to you, Tiffany, before you get there, is maybe to try to find ways for both of you to enjoy more of the ooh without going to what I call the neighbor. And just, you know, concentrating on both of you before we talk about this. Because once you open that door, A, I don't know how he's going to react. Two, you're going to introduce new partners maybe. And the whole thing becomes very, very complicated to handle. So maybe we, you know, we repair the furnace, as I said, first. And then, you know, we can talk about it maybe later. But for now, I would not mention it to him. I would try to repair the ooh between oh. you and him. True. Okay? Okay. So don't talk about it with him yet. Okay. <laughs> Fix the furnace between you guys. That's my advice, okay?
4: All right. Thank you, Simon.
1: Best of luck to you, Tiffany, and have a good night. You too. More Rendezvous next. I'm Simon Marcel, and thank you so much for listening to my show tonight. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for the phone calls. Thank you for the, also the love stories and the questions. It just, it just makes my night go so quick. I can't believe it's the end of the show already. Anyway, have you experienced my podcast, Like Confession, lately? I mean, there is stuff being said there that you can't hear anywhere else. True story. I, I really opened up the uh, podcast space for all of us, me, you, and, and Billy. it trended that some people reached out on my website to my producers at therendezvousshow.com. I have something to say to Simon. Listen to it on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. The latest one, uh, when Carolyn's Husband admitted to her, it cheated on her with, and I'll let you discover the rest. We got to listen. We got to learn. No judgment, just this is life, c'est la vie. And this is a space for true story the good, the bad, and the ugly. Join the program, join La Confession. I'll be back tomorrow, so have a good night. And as we say in French, bonne nuit les petits.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.